1: Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great great grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a who done it for the ages. Listen to the Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: and earth school is hard. In fact, you taught me that.
3: Let's crush earth school together. Welcome
4: to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Well, hello, my witchy-poo. How are you this fine day? I am great. How about you? You know, I'm fantastic. I have a few little housekeeping things I'd like to get out. (laughs) Like, just put him out in the open, (laughs) deal with him right now, and then we can move on with the episode. (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) You know we're First, recording this part, right?
4: We, I, I think we are.
3: We are. Okay. We I should just record. To-
4: we honestly should record our phone calls. Those are the best. <laughs> if there's a way for us to figure out how to do that when we don't have that, you know, oh my I God, think I the FBI doesn't it. like that when you do that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you know that? That was not on my housekeeping list. On my housekeeping list is I need to give everybody a, a keto update um, <laughs> yeah, because you do. I do, I do. So far, so good. Two months in and our friend Allison Noel who everyone uh, was able to meet on our show a few months ago gave me the best keto recommendation. So those of you who are doing this, it's called Magic Spoon and it's cereal and it tastes like childhood. It is <laughs> so good. It does. It tastes like childhood. They have like Frostios, Fruideos, they have a blueberry flavor and I think a cinnamon flavor and I it's like I feel like a kid again. So if you're if you are try not to eat your feelings in a really destructive way, but you want to eat them in a more <laughs> um, positive way, you know, a healthier biologically way. friendly way, <laughs> in a biologically friendly way, magic spoon. And they are not paying for this, but they should. But I love them. And thank you, Allison. It has changed my life. My second housekeeping thing is I have to tell you guys, I, I, don't, I don't know how this works, but I couldn't sleep last night. And I found myself on BuzzFeed. So there's nothing this girl likes more than a quiz.
3: <laughs> nothing says sweet dreams like BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> nothing.
4: Nothing. The only thing that says sweet dreams better would be buzzsaw. Because <laughs> if I can't sleep, sometimes I would prefer just a buzzsaw, a buzzsaw c- coming over my neck, I think. But <laughs> So BuzzFeed, it's the craziest thing. You take these uh, quizzes... And I just don't understand how it knows me so well. Like, I think I dreamt about how does BuzzFeed know me? I, I did this little quiz and it was about, you know, I don't know, you pick different colors, different foods, whatever it is. But it said, we could guess your age and where you live. I'm like, okay, well, let's see if you can. So I'm here just typing away. Suzanne's snoring, dog snoring, everybody's snoring. <laughs> and so I'm filling this quiz out at midnight and the results say you're 50 and you live in Tennessee. I'm like, that's really close. Like that's horseshoe close. Like that gets points. <laughs> For being so close, I'm just saying. I think Buzzfeed has like a whole paranormal, mystical side to it that it can kind of read your beads somehow. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. But those are that's my that's my housekeeping update. Buzzfeed, You're welcome, call everyone. Us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Call us Buzzfeed. We can help you with some of these. You are, uh, not but my w- help. You are I know. I not. know. I know. I know. I can't help it. But my witchy poo, it's time for your favorite kind of episode today.
3: Yay! I love insiders' insights. I love hearing from our audience. They're so smart, and they're funny. And And they're pretty, and And we love them. And they're dialed in. Like, they ask amazing questions. This is a perfect combination.
4: They are totally dialed in. Same. I feel the same way. I feel like I'm a political candidate, you know? I don't know if you've seen, because I I donate to political campaigns. And so I get all the texts and emails saying, oh, Julie, uh, you know, Joe Biden is going to be calling people. Do you want to be on his list to call? And what's funny is that when people write to us, I'll actually say, "Here's my phone number. Call me." And so I had one of those calls last night. That's why I said I feel like a politician.
3: Um, <laughs> okay, thanks, is, for, thanks for closing that loop for me. You're welcome. No, I I'm had like, to do that. What office are you running for?
4: <laughs> it's like where the hell is she going with this? You wait. I should one day, and I just might. But anyway, I spoke to one of our great listeners who who asked a, a, a question, and I'll tell you who she is when we get there. But I just had to tell you, Frank. So I was so excited. But without further ado. Our first question comes from... (laughs) Because we
3: do have them.
4: (laughs) We do have them. Yeah, we do have questions. Mm -hmm. Our first question comes from one of actually my favorite listeners, mainly because he lives around the corner from me. His name is Aaron. He listens to our show, When It Drops. So the least we could do for Aaron is um, (laughs) actually (laughs) answer one of his questions. So Aaron asked a question about life plans that we make in spirit form. For instance, Mm -hmm. do we agree to live here during a pandemic or during a hurricane or during an earthquake? Mm -hmm. And I will kick that one over to my witchy boo because you have actually dealt with uh, souls crossing over during those events
3: well this is what i'd say so f- such a great question right <laughs> okay so i purposefully signed up for this dicey point on the planet <laughs> and so it's like why yeah, exactly <laughs> why in god's name <laughs> did i want to be here now why would i do that why would i do as i understand it like we don't check a list and go please send me into the hurricane <laughs> like, it's, it's not really about that because this whole you know our school is unfolding all the time, real time. The curriculum is unfolding because not all classes are offered all the time, right? Because <laughs> it's all in mm-hmm. the algorithm as the as we make choices collectively and individually. Ca-
4: Wait, I'm sorry. I have to you just call the universe an algorithm?
3: Well, you brought it up because of... That was <laughs>
4: amazing. That was amazing. I just <laughs> yes. have to stop and just tell everybody, like, this, you totally but it overshot is. any goal I could have ever imagined by saying that you called the universe an algorithm.
3: Continue. It, it is, though. Think? It really is. I know. Is. It, it, it is. It's <laughs> so, It is. So it's
4: biased, you. but it is.
3: Yeah. So the thing is, what we do choose is what do we want to learn? What are the opportunities that we want to sign up for to balance our karmic lessons? right? So that's what we sign up for. Like, how will these lessons that balance what we've done karmically in a way that advances our soul?
4: So were we all the bunch of a-holes
3: in spirit (laughs) form
4: to show up here during a pandemic? Because it feels like punishment to many people.
3: (laughs) Yes, I can understand why it feels that way. But that's not true. So maybe we need to learn patience. Maybe we need to learn compassion Maybe we some of us need you know a little more humility right a little that's more, totally true a little more grace so how the universe works is that you know we we have this great opportunity to learn new skills to expand how we interact on the planet interact within our soul g- develop more gifts and how we expand the divine's experience like that's what we sign up for so we decide what we want to offer to the world and what we're willing to receive in lessons and soul advancement the universe decides, how those lessons get developed or delivered, like they'll orchestrate the opening. Well, this was a big
4: orchestration. Oh, how about on me? what's happening right now?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I th- I think it's a great question because it's so insightful, right? Such a good question because you wonder, you're like, okay, why exactly am I here right now? Because, you know, for some people, it's very devastating. And why would you sign up for something that's so incredibly devastating? But obviously, it's the lessons. But in my head, have you ever been to one of those sub sandwich shops where you pick up the, the little sheet of paper and you tick <laughs> off all this? You apparently have not been in one of those. And, I need well, I to get have. out more. <laughs> you need to get out, period. I'm sure your car battery is dead right hey, now, lady.
3: I filled up my car for the first time since April. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Since March, actually. March. <laughs> so it feels like one of those
4: menus that when you like kind of tick, like I want lettuce and mayo and this kind of bread and this kind of whatever. Uh, I would like my next life to be during a hurricane and a pandemic is what it kind of feels like to me. It's like, I'm ticking boxes and just not even realizing what kind of sandwich I'm going to end up with. But some people end up with a shit sandwich this lifetime is what's been going on. (laughs) I mean, can't lie.
3: You sign up for what you're willing to offer to the world and what you're willing to receive lesson-wise and advancement-wise, not like promotion CEO advancement, but like expansion. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I'm, not, I'm saying that's not on the menu. That's not on the It's slip on of paper my menu. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yes, it sure the hell is. No, 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 no. I'm it's, kidding. I'm you, just come okay. on. Okay, okay. You want
3: to just make sure you understand. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> insulting, <laughs> right? Just <laughs> everybody,
4: this is a therapy session, apparently, between uh, me and, and, and my friend Brenda. Right, so but forgive the
3: universe us. decides the how. Like, the universe yeah. decides CEOship. Right. It,
4: it does. It's the universal roulette. Yeah. Just spin that wheel, and we'll see what uh, what you get. Which is also one of my favorite tarot cards, by the way, the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune. So my favorite card. Not what we're supposed to talk about today, but for the record, I love that card. (laughs) I think I love all the cards, but I really love that one. It's a good one. Can we just talk about for a second? Because we can't just tease people and be like, "Why does she like the Wheel of Fortune card?" What I like about it, and when I was in your class, the multiple classes I took from you, with this, what I what I love so much about it, and the way you describe the wheel of fortune card. So, if the wheel of fortune card shows up, it's telling you to get off the ride when it's your stop. If you mm-hmm. get off too soon, it, it's not yours, and you're probably gonna fall on your face. If you get off too late, you're gonna hop off, you're gonna fall on your ass. Well, you didn't say that. Those are my that's my yeah, transition like, hmm, and what you wasn't said. What I no, that remember was me about the wheel. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was me. That was me clearly but it makes you really so aware of should is this is should i be doing this in fact yeah. when i was offered the job you know for the ceo i very much thought about the wheel of fortune and i asked i'm like okay is this my right stop right. because if it's not my stop i don't need to take it if it's my stop i'll take it right. but if it's not i i'm good I'll, I'll i'll stay on the ride
3: and we've all had those experiences of getting off on someone else's stop right where we're like oh sure I did that for a while but it was and it was fun it was interesting but it was it didn't really have anything to do with me I was helping out someone else or I just was distracted and I didn't want to pay attention to this other thing I needed to heal from or take care of you know and those are fun stops
4: right I think it's the guy I dated in college that was from the from from the SAE whatever hell that fraternity is but that was the wrong stop I'm just gonna say out oh, loud oh, that was not my stop that was a distraction stop <laughs> it was yeah it was not my side was not my jam not my jam this does
3: And Erin, I hope that answers your question. And thanks for paying attention and and sending that in for us. And then we're gonna be right back.
4: And we are back, everyone. So, I- I'm going to jump into our next question because apparently my Witchy Poo and I got on a little bit of tangent <laughs> last segment. So, we're going to try- I'll try to untangle myself. When we were talking myself. about
3: life tangents, we got off on a tangent.
4: <laughs> we did. We did. So, our next question comes from Stephanie, and Stephanie is my new friend that I talked to last night. Aww. Hi Stephanie. She Yay. listens every episode, right? Yeah. Love this. Stephanie's from Philadelphia. I don't know why that matters. I just think I should tell everybody. That well, she's right before from we did
3: this recording, I was talking to Katie, who is from Philadelphia. There you go.
4: That's <laughs> why I think I needed to say it. Here is her note to me, which was, she, and I say to me because she sent it to me on LinkedIn. I would say us, but it was, you know, it was. To <laughs> but we I'm don't gonna have to you, LinkedIn. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just going to tell you. She sent it to me, not you, me. <laughs> um, so she said, <laughs> she, she said, good evening. I need your help. My son's father passed away in December unexpectedly. His aunt and best friend have seen him, and he told them that he can't cross over. First, is that possible? And secondly, in the podcast, I swore that you and Brenda, she does know who you are, just, she didn't mention (laughs) you. So so for the record, you did get, you got, you you were noted. You were noted. (laughs) Stephanie was being generous, but you were noted. Said, there is a way to help them do so. If at all possible, can you help me out? Please and thank you. Also, your book was amazing and I love the podcast. You are hysterical and Brenda seems so sweet. Should I reread that last part? I'm just kidding. (laughs) So this, I think, is an incredible question. In fact, it was so good that I called you, Brenda, when I got it and wanted to talk to you about it because it felt like it was something important.
3: Well, I think a lot of people worry about this, right? Because people just worry about it. And again, this is what I would say. My understanding is that actually there is no impediment to crossing. It's how the exhale follows the inhale and the inhale follows the exhale. It just happens naturally if there's some reason for a spirit to say, I'm not crossing over, it's because they're making a choice. And usually that has something to do with setting a record straight to help the karmic balancing or to apologize or somehow make amends. We've all seen the television shows like The Medium or The Ghost Whisperer. So that concept that spirits have unfinished business can happen, usually not quite as dramatically as in the shows, <laughs> but you know it makes for good TV. But usually that would be the one thing that keeps them
4: back. So it's interesting when I when I talked to Stephanie last night, she was telling me that her ex's best friend, one of the ones who saw him, and they've been seeing him in Dreamtime, by the way, and very clearly in Dreamtime, like. Even having a conversation, his best friend said to him, by the way, her ex is named Roland. I have his full name because I'm like, I want to ask Brenda if she can find out what that (laughs) is. It's Roland. (laughs) Just for the record, and I'm going to keep talking about Roland. Do you know if he died? Was it like a stroke? I think it was O.D. Uh
3: My head is spinning.
4: Oh, head spinning is probably O.D. That makes sense. But the best friend even said to him do you know that you're dead? Like it, like he remembers that. He said, do you know that you're dead? And he's like, I do. Yeah, like, they they he, usually do. Like he, he knew.
3: And they know because we don't respond to them. They're like, oh, I guess it happened, huh? <laughs> right, well, that happened with,
4: of, with Tammy's husband, if you remember. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because he didn't know right away, right? No, he didn't. He had some things to apologize for, is what he's saying. He had some yeah. things that were unclear and some definitely some things that weren't. To his son? Or to his mother. Whew, the list is so long. Oh wow. Okay. The list is so long. He um there were people he actually stole from. Oh. I don't think he said he loved people very much mm. and I feel like that was one of the things that would he really want to come back for. But it was all very clear to him in a flash. And look addictions are available to everybody and that is what took him out ultimately but i mean this guy had a sensitive heart you understand right Mm. and and so um, i'm saying like you know him you don't know him (laughs) maybe i do (laughs) maybe you do maybe you maybe you do have to talk to miss stephanie but there's an unsettledness within him about like so he's the one that wants to say stay to try and get these messages through not like he's not allowed to into the other side. <laughs> right, so exactly. I wanna be, th- that's a really important distinction.
4: Right. And that's what Stephanie and I talked about last night. Like I, okay. I, I let Perfect. her know so she could talk to the crew, you know, his his circle about it, specifically his friend, the ones that, she, that, that have seen him as well as her son
3: and his mother. Yeah, the son in particular, right? He'll be watching that son very closely. Good. Yeah, he's Good. got a, a nice... A nice angel on his back. Oh, that's fantastic. In a good way.
4: She said her son's doing pretty well in the whole
3: thing. Yeah, um, Without a doubt.
4: Yeah. So that's actually encouraging because I was concerned about kids. You know, the sense I got about her son too, and I said it to her when we were talking on the phone, because I, I called her right after I got out of my own hour plus long meditation. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you get out of it, you're still in it. You know, mm-hmm. you're still in mm-hmm. it for a good half an hour of, you know, talking to the spooks and stuff. And so I talked to her right after that and I had said to her, um, I go, I really think that your son is here to teach you and to help guide you. I go, he is a, he, there's an old soulness about him. Yeah. I said, yeah, I said, I would always listen to him.
3: Yeah. How old is he? I think he's 10 or 11
4: or 12, somewhere in that like early double digits. Okay. Yeah. He's young.
3: I want, I want to give just an example. So when, um, when my brother passed, he, (laughs) it sounds so small. But he one of the things he came back with is that he wanted his wife to pick up his pocket watch from the watch repair person because that was an outstanding debt. Right. He didn't want to owe that person, but he didn't want that person to have to hold that debt. Now obviously it wasn't a hugely expensive debt, but it it was important to him. And um I, I always think of that because that was that's a high level of Living when that's that's a debt you are worried about, you know, right? Whatever it was, you know, one hundred and forty bucks or something. You know, well, he's clearly but, a
4: guy that wants to keep his side of the street
3: clean, and he right? and but and, and, and like this is also someone you know who was knew he was dying, and he spent an entire weekend making phone calls to make amends for things you know oh. to keep his side of the street clean. And you know it was during that weekend that I never left you know my my home. I just stayed waiting because you know people called and said Mark's making these calls and oh my god I just had this major conversation. And it wasn't until after his funeral, you know, many months, I called you know his widow and said. I never got a call that weekend, you know. And she's like, "There was there was nothing between you two. There was nothing to clean up." But still, even in that, when you live in that clean, you know, very conscious way, now of course there are probably deads that he wasn't aware of. So that's what what keeps people from crossing because it's because it's their own volition of wanting to, to take care of things, right? And and he crossed over just fine. But that was a message he came back. Yeah,
4: with, I so. love that story about Mark. I that just I says so know. much about his his character and his integrity, and and I and I love that. I think that. Watch story is something that's really important from this episode for people to remember about how they live their lives, you know, live like Mark, you know, clean oh, the street and, up and, and, you and die how you live and you die part. how you live. Yes, Right. exactly. Exactly. So you,
3: you, you, You get to enter that all into the algorithm.
4: Oh my God. Look at listen to you. Uh, next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna call me and say, you know, I just signed up at the University of Cincinnati to be a data scientist. What do you think about that? I'm like, well if you can spell it's gonna happen. If you can spell algorithm, you're good. You can say it. Now you gotta spell it. (laughs) Nice. So so our next question. Unless Brenda's mm. going to make us break. You're going to make us break, or we're going to get.
3: Oh, I forgot about the break. I All got, right. Yeah, I knew. I'm going you know, go talk to Roland and I'm out. Right. <laughs> <With the commission. laughs> Let's take a break.
0: <laughs>
4: and we're back with that very odd break we just took or at least awkward (laughs) getting to the break that we just took um welcome to our awkward podcast so our next question comes from australia which makes me so happy I, i i just have to say before i read this because i love when we get listen i'm gonna call it listener mail from outside the u.s it's so ex- i mean I, don't get me wrong americans we love you too but it's just really fun to know that there are people around the world that listen to us I've, we've gotten and several from uh, canada sweden and it's just really fun so anyway uh this question comes from and australia the Aussies are
3: always dialed in oh the Aussies home. Home,
4: right. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. the home of rebel wilson come the heck on <laughs> And we named our dog Rebel after her. So um, here's her here's her question.
3: No, that's what. Yeah. Oh yeah. She Rebel was named it. after Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was just her personality.
4: <laughs> well, so I met Rebel. It was years ago at an ABC upfront when she had a sitcom on ABC, and I go up to her and I'm like, "Hi, my name is Julie. I just love you." And I said, "I love you so much that I named my dog after you." And she goes, "Oh, I'm so flattered. I, then I'm going to name my <laughs> pussy after you." Talking about a, <laughs> talking about a cat um but anyway so i love Are her. you sure about that yeah i don't know maybe not maybe her <laughs> vagina is named julie but she's hilarious so anyway named our dog after her so here's our question that comes from australia here we go i've been meaning to ask this question for a while as someone who is extremely interested in everything you talk about on your podcast i find myself constantly fighting myself on trying to find and be true to my spirituality because the inner rigid, practical, almost scientific part of my mind is telling me that it's not worth investing the effort. My sincere apologies if that doesn't quite make sense. I struggle to find the right words a lot of the time. Same, sister. I would also like to add that I love your podcast. I even got my mother to listen to you. So congrats on being her first podcast. We affectionately Yay. we affectionately <laughs> refer to you as the lovely ladies. They are Aww. clearly not referencing me. They are referencing you <laughs> as two people. That's true, where the plural true. came from.
3: We have another mother-daughter bonding you know, our, oh in honor. Oh my God, I, I, love d- I love that so much.
4: The whole mother-daughter thing always gets me teary. So what I love about this question, I think is so powerful about the question, is that what she's talking about is balancing what she thinks are these opposing forces, right, that are kind mm-hmm. of happening in her person.
3: That's very familiar. That's called being human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, being human. And, you know, I, again, I would just remind people that the ego is doing its job, is trying to keep you safe, Right, it doesn't want you doing stupid, irresponsible things, things that are edgy, things that are risky. The ego is always going to invite you into a space of safety so that you don't get shunned by your tribe, so you don't get voted off the island.
4: Literally, an island. Like she's Australia, so like, yeah, that's right? Like literally, <laughs> voted off that island. In fact, they got thrown on that island because they're criminals, and now she's worried about being thrown off of
3: it. Which is not any different than the U.S. <laughs> How no, the white it, people got here. <laughs> it, it, seriously, we—that's
4: a yep. whole history conversation. Yep. But continue, yep. my witchy poo. I'm sorry, to interrupt. You.
3: But. But my point, like I, you know, shared in coming out of the closet episode that I got voted off the corporate island when they found about my work with the other side, right? So like, this is not unfounded fear. (laughs) This is, you know, this happens. And this probably has happened to you in other lifetimes as well. You know, the saying is that ships are safe in the harbor, but that's not what ships were built for. This is the same to you, our dear Australian intuitive. (laughs) Even the part of you that says, my apologies because I couldn't find the right words. Could it be that you're judging yourself just a little too harshly in general? Could it be that your standards are so high, it's actually preventing you from bringing your whole self forward and engaging in life fully? So this is my invitation for you to think about. And if you're talking to your mom about our podcast, which we love, thank you so much. I want um, pictures,
4: by the way.
1: I was going to say a lot. I want photos. Yeah. I want want
4: photographic evidence that this is happening.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But if you're that, you know, the the episodes are staying with you that you're bringing your mom into it, there's something that's speaking to your soul and you can't deny what your soul knows and you can't deny your soul's calling. I mean, you can can try for a while, but A, it's going to exhaust you and B, it's kind of a waste. You should just kind of embrace it and go forward. So I would recommend by starting, you know, starting a meditation practice, just start there and and see what what's available for you.
4: I think this is a very common thing that that people struggle with, because they see them as these opposing forces, right? They, it's because they feel like these are puzzle pieces that don't fit. And I know this, because I was once that person, I get it. I understand when all the things that I was dealing with in my life by losing my mom, and all these spirituality was like screaming at me and pulling my hair to pay attention that I kept going to this place of, but wait, you know, I have a big fancy job. I do this like nerdy work, you know, and then I became president, chief data, all these things, those pieces don't fit with spirituality, but they actually do. They completely do. They They're totally separate, fit. You know, it it, it all fits, especially when you make that decision
3: yourself. When you make that decision, you know, obviously I've made that decision. And there are times where I'm standing in front of a group of people and you're like, I can't believe they want me to say this. You know, could you give me something else? I don't really want to say this. (laughs) So, you know, I'm trying to even negotiate my way out of it. And when it comes out of my mouth, it's exactly what needs to be said. But it's a state of surrender. I have to suspend my logical linear. These two things don't go together. You really want me to put these two things right next to each other because they don't go together. (laughs) And then when I do, you know, so I have those momentary things as well.
4: It's like me dating a man. It just doesn't go together. You're just like, what? That's weird. I cannot get that uh, uh, that picture out of my head.
3: (laughs) Well, it wasn't that crazy. But... (laughs) (laughs) this week my dear friend Greg was waiting for a delivery that you know he and I were like is is it here yet is it here yet so finally he's like okay it's coming today I can't wait and then he got tied up in a an appointment and he couldn't answer the phone and so the FedEx guy didn't leave the package and so he's like what do I do and I said you know I've done this before where I jumped in the car and I said, just show me where the FedEx guy is and drove right to him, showed him my driver's license and got my package. (laughs) And so as I'm typing this little story, I'm like, why are you typing this to him? That's just mean. He's had a tough day. He lost, you know, this thing that's getting replaced. And, you know, like, why are you doing this? As I hit send, right? (laughs) You know, it sounds like you're bragging. Sounds like you're, you know, I get this text and that 10 minutes later, I did that. And I I, I asked my grandma for help and it totally happened. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Right. So, so this little part of, of even, you know, my brain is like, Oh God, I can't believe that. Whatever. (laughs) And, you know, and, and it was perfect. So it's not a huge hurdle where I don't listen, but it's this huge hurdle that I just, you know, want to ego check myself every once in a while and, and, you know, and giggle a little bit. They go, you know, why, why are you doing this game? Just, just go, (laughs) just go, you know, I,
4: this whole puzzle piece thing was, um, such a, a, at the center, I think, of when I started writing my book about us (laughs) and my mother. (laughs) But it was important because they were, they were so opposing. It's like, how could this person who held this position also believe in ghosts or take pictures and think that they're ghosts or whatever it is, like these are the things that didn't fit. But I was freed. I freed myself the day that I'm like, I can be more than one thing. And I think that if people would allow themselves to be more than one thing, if they think that they have to be, you know, somebody who's practical, I'm practical, so everything I do is practical. It's like, oh man, like open up the box a little bit, you know, (laughs) like just open up just a tad, open the door just a tad so you can see through something else because it's so great. You don't have to be just one thing. You can be two, three, four, five. You don't have to just be this definition of a thing.
3: And I guarantee this specific listener, if she wrote down, these are five times when I just trusted my gut. She would have like 50 examples. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> they would just come pouring out because there's something about this that she's drawn to because it is her home base. It's I really totally,
4: it. I, I think yeah. you're absolutely right. and. You know, the other what would help me during this time is that I had you, and so does she. She has you now too. (laughs) To tell (laughs) her because of you, my elf. To to tell her it's (laughs) okay, but it's to tell her it's okay. You know, because that's all. Sometimes that we need is that affirmation that it's okay for me to be for my puzzle pieces to actually seem like they don't fit, but they actually do.
3: And why would you limit something that's unlimited? You are completely unlimited. Why? Why are you putting boundaries on this?
4: Exactly. Why? Why? Make them answer. Why are you saying that? You don't need to do that. But we love that, you know, she asked this question. I thought thought it was a great question. I thought it was so vulnerable. I love, actually, I think so much of what we get is people are so vulnerable with us. And I
3: think she speaks for a lot of people. I think she does too. Yeah, without a doubt. I think she does too. Including you.
4: Well, yeah, because I think that you are lovely ladies as well. So (laughs) she definitely, she definitely was speaking to me. Keep questions coming, everybody.
3: We love hearing from y'all we really do
4: and i would say no holds barred but maybe a few holds (laughs) barred just a a couple i mean i don't know or not ask what ask whatever you want just make sure it's something we can answer and ask me how to like rebuild an engine or something there's no point it's not gonna work it's not gonna work but anyway (laughs) thanks
3: so much thanks Thanks everybody sharing your questions and remember
4: our school is hard without the other side
3: Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you.
4: Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides, or shoot us a note at Guides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message.
3: We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide
4: to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.